0: pierre brooks makes a splash in the transfer portal along with some other no names meanwhile spring is in the air and robins are coming home to nest (laughs) See
1: see what i did there you're listening to can't
0: read can't write Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, who made that cut very difficult for Kevin Greck, joined by the man who is heartbroken over the Brooks transfer, aforementioned Kevin Greck, and the man, and the man who still refuses to believe it, Alex Plum.
1: Gentlemen, it's been a week. How have you been? How was Canada, Kevin? Oh, I went to the Great Way North, eh? Beauty. Jeez. <laughs>
0: apparently on brand for this pod yeah uh plum how was uh how was your week you've got uh uh, celebrations in the air
2: celebrations are in the air and i just don't care
0: wow yeah
2: Yeah. that energy is
0: coming across
2: thank you (laughs) thank
0: you about the birthday or this podcast? Just...
2: Uh, does it matter? <laughs> what, Why what do I have listen, to choose? can Can't it expect? just be life generally like, that just... he lacks
3: enthusiasm for?
0: <laughs> uh, thank you, of course, everyone for listening and being here uh, with us in a uh, no sports week. Uh, if we can ask a small favor, please share this pod with Spartans in Your Life. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at sport underscore pod. Um, Greg, what do we got to talk about this week?
1: Green Wall, football,
3: women's basketball, gymnastics, other basketball, men's basketball. Uh, Off-ground over, nothing. <laughs> 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 Are we going to talk about the women's Final Four? It's like all the rage. There's a lot of people pretending that they've watched women's sports uh, you know, over one. the last year. Uh, yeah, And now they're showing their bona fides. Uh, we'll talk about that. Why not? And then we'll take your Twitter questions. Of course. Of awesome horse. Uh, yeah. So let's head behind
0: that green wall and talk some football. You guys, uh, took notes while watching press availability for Jay Johnson and yeah. Jim Salgado. Uh, obviously
2: the whole time. Yep. A lot so, of notes.
0: Uh, so maybe you should quiz me instead of, uh, the other
3: way around. What did Jay Johnson say he's going to do to save his job this year?
0: <laughs> uh, Well, I will say there Jay Johnson talked about, uh, was asked about this year versus last year and mentioned that they were, I think the direct quote was light years ahead of where they were last year, which streets ahead streets. You would, you would say, of course, he's going to say something like that and you'd be right, but there was a relief in his voice uh, that made it sound a bit more sincere. Um, they didn't shy away from the the notion that like, this is definitely not Peyton Thorne's job. Um, really? Or, Good. Yeah, it is a fully open quarterback competition. Yeah. Um, and uh, word is that like all three dudes are vying for the spot. So, um, you know, uh, I don't suspect that unless Peyton Thorne truly wins the job, that they're going to announce
3: this before the season starts. Yeah. I mean, Tucker has already shown he doesn't want to give any information that he doesn't have to give to opposing teams. So
0: yeah, the the one thing you might do is if it's definitely not Peyton Thorne's job, maybe you tell him that at the end of spring ball so he can transfer somewhere.
1: mm, Oh, he he still has time for that. Yeah. The next Um, transfer
3: window opens up. After Spring Bowl's done. So, maybe what we should do, if we really <laughs> want to get this information, is we should invest in NF Tuck and then we can hop in that Discord channel that he's got to host it's every once in a while.
0: Definitely active. <laughs> uh, about as uh, active as the East Lansing NIL Collective in Jeez. the paid content that was supposedly going to be there. Um, <laughs> Uh the other I- interesting note um the the new cornerbacks coach um Jim Salgado uh was a, was available and and there's not a ton of content available to what he could say I mean he's been here a week sure really I mean he's talking about still getting to know the players uh the the one thing that's interesting for those who missed it uh because it was written places and and he talked about it was that while he was at Princeton, he actually would regularly come visit Michigan State to study under, uh, study what Pat Narduzzi was doing. Really? Wow. Like, uh, this was that sort of peak, you know, no fly zone. Um, so he was regularly asking for them to send film over to Princeton, which is a, a, for those who don't know, it's, that's a pretty common thing where coaches will ask, like, can I study your stuff? Um, and uh but then would take trips out to East Lansing to to watch and pick the brain of, of Narduzzi and D'Antonio.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so you know I, like I don't I'm I'm not saying that means anything other than he has some familiarity with this place and uh and and knows the pride that the university once had for its secondary play. Mm-hmm. Um so uh, we'll see if it ends up being net net a good hire. Uh, though I, I do think anytime that your head coach isn't having to coach a position group, that's probably a plus. Here, here. So, God help us. Uh, and then by the we get what two more recordings before the spring game, April fifteenth. April fifteenth,
3: my friends, and we don't know what the format of that is going to be yet. Right? We don't have any information. Correct. No, but it
0: was indicated that this probably is going to actually be a a game. Ow!
3: ow! um, Playing foosball.
0: Yeah, and I think it was known earlier on, if I'm recalling correctly, the last two years, that there were position groups that had like real issues. We're not going to be able to field Um, (laughs) both sides of the ball. And my understanding is a lot of the dudes that they brought in from so would be registered freshmen or, or sophomores now um, who that whole group got decimated by injuries in spring ball mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in a much better place. The O-line they bragged has 19 guys who can play right now. So, you know, so far so good in terms of not being. That's like 18 more than this time last year.
1: So. <laughs>
0: yeah. They're rain. Literally we're bringing dudes over from the defensive line uh, to play offensive line. So
3: for we won't get this. Uh, but it used to be that the spring game was very interesting in the D'Antonio years because the seniors would draft the underclassmen by position group. And that's when you would learn things about oh. the young guys. That's where everyone learned who Le'Veon Bell was. He was the first running back taken his true freshman year. And people were like, who's this two-star dude from, uh, from Ohio that got picked up at the end of the class that now is the first running back taken off the board? We won't get that kind of stuff now, but uh, we did then. And it was interesting and it was fun and it would have been great to podcast about it, but we won't be able to. No,
1: yeah. no, was we a bummer. won't.
3: The,
0: there are rumblings. Uh, Nate Carter, the UConn transfer, um, uh, might be might be pretty okay. He's getting um, a lot of screen time. It's good, and to be uh, I did appreciate that he. Uh, for those who don't know, who don't recall, he only played four games. I think it was four games last year uh, at UConn before getting hurt. Uh, it was putting up pretty impressive numbers in those four games. The game he got hurt in was against Michigan, uh, and apparently. Did not let that that, that, Good that for let him. go unnoticed. Um. That
2: I can respect and appreciate. Uh, in fact, in many ways, that gives him higher panache in my mind than anyone else you've talked about tonight. Wow.
0: So happy you're here. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about uh, the big hire in Hoops? Yes. Uh, basketball team. This is... Uh, Really exciting. Uh, you want to lay the lay the table here, Greg?
3: Yeah. So one Robin Fralick, uh, formerly now of Bowling Green, where she'd been for the last five seasons. Um, this season, the Falcons 31 and seven and fourteen and four in conference play. So she finished last up two in the, seasons, fourteen and four. Yeah, she finished up in the women's NIT, really brought that program back from the doldrums. Uh, and then in her time before that at Ashland university went one Oh four and three over three seasons. So.
0: <laughs> and my understanding of... is that, that program was not in like a. An amazing space either. When Correct. She it over.
3: Uh, so she's a local went to Okemos uh, graduated from Okemos is in the Michigan sports hall of fame, I believe for her time here uh and then went to davidson i want to say i read that somewhere this week okay so um Hmm. inner 30s later 30s i think uh but good looks like a pretty good hire pretty uh, like the the pedigree is there uh it's nice to have someone that knows michigan generally um and you know I guess like she could probably move back into her old room at her parents' house or
1: whatever. Oh my god. But, um,
3: in the meantime, over in, in Oakmas, they could take over the basement. I don't know. Do you uh, think Tom just has purchased
0: houses in his neighborhood for when new coaches come in?
3: <laughs> just ready. Mm-hmm. Just like he's got them he's got the Zillow tab open all the time, sends them over. Um uh, yeah, probably. Can we talk about her salary for
0: a second? <laughs> I had <laughs> I
3: didn't see that information, actually. So $900,000, uh, which is
0: $200,000 more per year than Susie Merchant was Than making. Susie was getting. Well,
3: the university had just made a commitment to her to more, like, structural resources in her department
2: Oh, um,
3: a couple years ago. So, I,
2: I saw a, an interview that um, Haller gave where he basically said there are people who are going after her right now uh, nationally,
3: and mm-hmm. that's the
2: price it is to compete. So we're going to do in
3: business.
2: That's the price of doing business and credit to Alan Hauer. He's, I mean, he knows what he's guy knows how to make an offer that'll land. So yeah, can respect that.
3: Um, and that's also the power of, you gotta think this new big 10 television contract coming in, you know, you gotta think the university is starting to yep. look at what they can spend, not just now, but what they can spend in a year two years that's right um and you know uh 900k that that's going to be available in a couple of years
2: well it's a it's 100k more than alan is making in fact i so i was of course curious when i saw how much they were paying her i thought how much does he make Eight hundred thousand dollars. it's a lot of money for your job it's pretty great
3: I, well, it's, Ward Manuel makes over a million to do, as far as I can tell, nothing. nothing. <laughs> so, but, but he does actively nothing, which yeah. is a thing that he does. Do you think that's why he's got so much mass, so he can just, you know, take those shots that he can just like take the body plant, blows. plant and just take the body blows, and that's why he's such a fat piece of garbage.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. uh, the,
0: the it's worth to noting that the money isn't crazy it, because this stat came out about the women's final four, which I know we're going to talk about later. That more folks watched the women's final four than have watched a single NBA game so far. Um, hmm. which you know I think it was not, I think it was last year that we were talking about the bemoaning the the differences in standards that between the men's uh, tournament and the women's tournament. And, you know, there was a lot of proof that this is definitely cliched, but if you build it, they will come the, that women's athletes tended to have higher NIL value. Yep. Uh, you know, you can really capitalize on, on both being a role model and, uh, perverts at the same time. um, so but the 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 fact of the matter is is that it there's an outstanding product there and mm-hmm. it, you know it women's basketball right now certainly has legitimate stars in it uh that are that are gaining fame and notoriety as they should and so if you're michigan state and there's zero reason you shouldn't especially with yeah. tom Ezo's relative insistence on like what we get they get um, that you shouldn't be able to piggyback on existing great facilities, existing great culture, um, and and build something here. So, you know, I, I don't mean to shove Susie out the door because at all, because we, as we talked about, she's incredible to the community. Yeah. Um, but there's zero reason that Michigan State should be considered a dominant force in men's poops and not a dominant force in
1: women's hoops. So. I'm I'm excited.
2: Men's hoops, women's poops. I think that's the, that's what people have been saying. It's on
3: t-shirts, actually. It's on t-shirts
2: and we can't have that anymore. We can't have that anymore.
1: So no more of that.
0: (laughs) Banger after banger. I'm so happy we're all here. All right. Uh... Anything else you Jose. want to say about Robin other than welcome?
3: No, no, no. But let's stay on the subject of, of women's sports. So the unfortunately, the gymnastics season, I believe, has come to a close. It
1: has.
3: Uh, Walk us through. Plum, you want to walk us through what happened?
2: Uh, and uh, the lady, ladies' gymnastics? Correct. Yeah. So the uh, MSU women's gymnastics program came in third uh, today, unfortunately, or fourth unfortunately, in the NCAA Pittsburgh regional final. And because they came in third, uh, they were just one place shy of making nationals, which would have been for the second time in a row in consecutive years. I'm bummed by this. Uh, MSU ends the season with an overall record of 25 and six. It's highest win. It's highest win total since going 27 and three in 1996. 26. wait, hold on 20, 26 years, 27 yeah. years later. My God. Um, which is incredible. And it, so it stings to think you get a, you know, outright regular season, big 10 championship title. And, um, the score that they actually had in the regional f- final was their fourth best in program history and matched the score that got them into nationals last year in Seattle. So, Really sad. What's great, though, is they've got, you know, this freshman Nikki Smith and sophomores Gabrielle Steven and Skylar Schulte, who are all placing, you know, consistently in the top 10 um, in their meets. I think it bodes well for the performance of this team going forward if uh, we can, you know, continue to build off of the strength that we have in them and uh, and the other juniors and seniors that have led the program. So anyway. Great for them. Uh, still a bummer they're not going to get to nationals and bring bring home a national title, which, of course, they they well deserved. But um, really, really proud of their their performance. and They have definitely kept this program on the map for another year.
0: Yeah, Dude. that returning talent, I, I know we say we need, need to keep having Jare back, but we need to get someone on to talk about
1: gymnastics, gymnastics
0: yeah. next year because they're really good. <laughs> they're really, really good. Um, and it's been a cool, cool journey to, to watch.
1: Um, maybe next year someone will pitch in for the pod and buy a big 10 plus subscription. So we can watch from time to time.
0: No, great. Great. So me. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, let's talk about men's hoops. Um, so Cohen Carr.
3: Dunks. Did you know that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, he wins the slam dunk championship uh, in, I think it was a behind the back windmill
3: that was the winning dunk. It was pretty rad.
1: It yeah,
0: was, it was legitimately pretty
3: rad. That man, uh, sorry, Jay Nagins. Uh I hope you've enjoyed your time as the most athletic member of the Michigan State <laughs> men's basketball team because that status is being challenged in a few months here. With Cohen Carr coming in, uh, just throwing down dunks in this thing, man. If they're both on the same Moneyball team, though, game, <laughs> o- game over. I might actually go to Diamonddale for the first time in my entire life if they're on the same. Uh, if they're on yeah. the same uh, Moneyball team, that'd be rad.
0: Um,
3: other news that's not. News we talked about it last week <laughs> we've been we've been talking about it for months in fact <laughs> uh,
0: like the water in a brook pierre oh has there it moved is. along Damn you uh, so Pierre Brooks has entered the transfer portal um i I mean, I hope he finds success somewhere else, obviously, I think we all do it it was it was disappointing in that. There, he's a six-six wing who can shoot three pointers. Like you hoped
3: that it would work out here. You can also have three cheeseburgers at lunch. <laughs> wow, you are just, <laughs> wow.
0: You are really doubling I, down on the fat shaming today, yeah, aren't you? I'm
3: going heavy, heavy today.
2: I, uh, <laughs> mm, mm, when the when the eyes light up, mm. truly truly something.
3: Uh the so given that we knew that this was coming, this was basic this was very well uh very well established. It's maybe more interesting to me. Uh former Spartan player Derek Nix uh quote tweeted Pierre's announcement saying and I'm paraphrasing here, essentially like this bums me out. I would like guys to stay around in the program, he had some upward trajectory, which is true, like mm. Jonesy, like you just said, he's got the measurables, he's got the talent, things could have happened differently. Um, and he'd like to see guys stick it out a little bit more. Um this got a reaction, as you can imagine, uh, first off, from people that were like, "Hey, man, shut up, like my I'm very interested to know. What players think about this type of stuff, especially yeah. players for whom this these types of opportunities and the the transfer portal were not available. And if anyone was paying attention during Derek Nix's career yeah. here at MSU, talk about someone who could who really would have been in discussion to... for sure about yeah. transfer portal being a possibility. There, uh, I remember this was during the time that uh, Izzo was seriously considering going to Cavs and. Derek Nix is the only person that went to the Breslin center to hold up signs with the rest of the fan base of like, Tom, we'd like you to stay. And he wasn't supposed to do that. And I was also a little bit surprised that he felt so inclined because Mm. he wasn't probably getting the play time at that time that he uh, thought he was due as a Michigan, Mr. Basketball. So um, like Pierre Brooks. Yeah, exactly. Like Pierre Brooks. Um, So I, I think, One, if you went at Derek Nix for saying something on this subject, shut up. He's allowed to say what he wants, and he knows more about this than you. Yeah, so much more. uh, To you guys, I'm curious what you thought about his sentiment in all of this.
1: Plum, you want to go first? I don't really have any. I mean, I think. uh, No, you go first. I'm just going to be hateful. That's unhelpful. So I think that I I don't
0: disagree. that I think the thing that it, I don't disagree with any of the things that, that you said, Greg, or, or the notion that you'd like guys to stick around. But I, I, I don't know that this was one sided. Hmm. Um, because I, I think the, uh, What's being said anyway, from from folks who are more plugged in than we are, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: is that there was frustration that Pierre didn't control the controllables, right? Like that extra cheeseburger. Yeah. Right? Like Pierre wasn't, it's not a matter of like missing shots Tom doesn't care about. Right. Low energy, he will try and yell you into working harder.
2: Existence.
0: But it's it is the the doing the other things and and as much as Tom complains about the transfer portal, um he hasn't he has used it.
1: He has and he
0: hasn't been totally willing to be like, maybe you should go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you know, I, I'm sure he I, I say with confidence that Tom probably said, like, these are the things I need you to do if you have a prayer of ever sniffing the floor again. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't feel comfortable to you, then maybe you should go somewhere else. Yep. Right. But like that's Tom using the transfer portal, by the way, it's a different version of it, but it's him using the transfer portal. Yeah. And, and so I, you know, I, I don't disagree with Derek. I'd like the six, six wing who can shoot a three point shot and can offensive rebound when he decides he wants to, to stick around. But the difference between Derek and Pierre is that I think Derek actually evolved as a player. Pierre, we just wanted to see try as a player. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, you know, I, I'm I'm not pushing back on Derek sentiment, but, like, I just think it's misguided at Pierre. Because Pierre would get lost on defense. Okay, you can get better at that. Tom Izzo yeah. can coach you on that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can... Re- those cheeseburgers should get you a rebound, bro. They should get you a rebound. You should be able to plant yourself like you're like, <laughs> I mean, and so I don't care that he missed all those shots at the end. I don't like, I don't care at all. I mean, I was frankly happy. He kept shooting in some ways and then he didn't.
3: And yeah, that's when he... you knew. So it was what over. if we remove Pierre Brooks from this and just look at what, the concept that Derek Nix is talking about here, about guys oh, toughing it out, sticking with let's programs. Let's use Jackson Kohler then. Let's use
1: yeah.
0: Jackson Kohler because he's someone, yeah. he, if I told you, hey, he might transfer, I could make a compelling case for why Jackson Kohler might look at transferring.
3: Especially he, now that there are rumors, and I don't know if we're supposed to, I don't know what our editorial standards are, but there are rumors that MSU is contacting centers in the portal right now.
0: Yeah, I don't know how much faith to put in to the idea that MSU is contacting anybody because we bring a certain cachet when we're on your list. Um, So people make that stuff up, but yeah. Okay. But anyway, the Jackson Kohler is a guy that it's like dude, just, just keep working. But like you see the greatness there, you see the hustle there. Like yep. maybe it's not clicking right now, but yeah, if Jackson Kohler left, that would bum me out because he tries, hard. he's a try hard guy, right? Who has some legitimate upside. And so maybe he'll never be great defensively, but I, I don't disagree with Derek that if, if Jackson saw that Carson Cooper, maybe being seven feet tall has kind of jumped him in some
3: way. Has given it's, him. A, yeah. Yeah. Like an advantage,
0: dude, just stick it out, man. Keep working. Don't be keep, afraid of the competition.
3: Keep doing your baby Dirk fadeaway. Yeah, like shots. So anyway, I, uh, yes, I would, I would agree with the sentiment wholeheartedly. I also think that there's a story that's not been written yet about the guys that just disappear once they enter the transfer portal. Like Mm -hmm. we just assume that it works out for everyone. And I think I saw somewhere and I'm not verifying this. I'm making sure that it's that I'm clear about this, that there were a thousand names in the transfer portal yeah and there's only three hundred and sixty teams, so that's more than two players per team on average now, guys can go back. We've seen that doesn't happen all the time, but it does take place. Um I'm betting the transfer portal results in fewer players net net getting degrees at the end of all of this. I don't mm. know that to be true; that's just my
1: yeah. gut really.
3: Yeah, It's easier to just fall between the cracks.
1: Which, oh.
0: I, I mean, so when people complain about Tom Izzo, about what's good for players, right? Like, that's the thing that
1: Izzo talks about a lot. Mm-hmm. And that fewer guys are graduating or getting degrees anyway.
0: Fewer guys are, are learning harder life lessons, as Tom Izzo would talk about, about, like, having
3: to stick it out, work through it. Um but we also at the same time do have to call out that Tom's life is easier if oh, no one transfers. <laughs> like yep, team management is easier, all that stuff is easier if it's not so you know, if that option isn't so readily available. So I understand what he's saying, but he also benefits substantially from there not being a transfer portal that's as liberal as it is right now. Yeah, but.
0: but I think he was against grad transfers
3: too.
1: Yeah, which is he a weird. Like the, he doesn't like the immediate
3: effect, I think, is what it is. Yeah.
2: I okay. um, I wanted to go back and look and see what was said about Pierre Brooks when he committed to Michigan mm. State. Um, And it is depressing. <laughs> it is fucking depressing. Uh, comparisons to Mateen Cleaves. No, really,
0: who did, you know, who wrote that? Well, I'm
2: on, colors. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the only colors, So it's, 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 you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs>
3: Great, great people
2: over there. Though. But I'll say since Cassius Winston, we've, we've now, we've now struck out. We're, we're two strikes on Mr. Michigan, Mr. Basketball, Michigan, Mr. Basketball, Foster Brooks. Lawyer, and now Pierre Brooks and, uh, goo, you know, um, now, maybe maybe we should have known when they referred to him as a sturdy young man.
3: <laughs> maybe it was prophetic only
2: colors. <laughs> maybe that was something we should have heard.
3: You do um, have to call out, though, that the best talent in the state of Michigan now has to leave to go to yeah. those basketball mills. And we don't have the infrastructure for that here. So do you well, does does Pierre Brooks... When Mr. Basketball, if all of the basketball talent stays, I don't know.
2: That's a great point. It depends on point. who
3: else was in that class. but Which we, we should at some point in time, maybe
0: if we are ever going to do a deep dive on something, MHSAA would be a thing to actually do some work on. Because hmm. God, it's a dumpster fire. But anyway.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It is sad. E- you know, he's... Uh they say here strong family behind him check great student check tremendous presence off the court check but then these Dad next, had to coach too yeah but then these yeah. next next four you know really didn't pan out tough hard-nosed willing to work willing to be coached now they say checks everywhere but i think that's where we of course know there were zero checks um so i don't know i you know uh freshman transfers I don't get myself too worked up about them you know obviously obviously I was very calm and collected as regarded Max Christie wasn't really wasn't really invested you know frankly in his success and I'm not sure if anyone knows where he is these days I don't think Mm -hmm. anyone's really paying attention we should uh, do a deep dive on
3: on where is he now where where
2: is is he what what is he doing Um, no one knows, no one cares, you know, that's just how that is. So I think much the same with, uh, with, with Pierre Brooks here. Um, and I don't know what you do with that because if all of those things were true about him in high school and they couldn't convert here, you know, was it that he just didn't do well away from home? Was it that he, you know, what, what are the, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a bummer, bummer for him for sure. I know, and for I'm yep. sure his family. But uh, we we do we do wish him the best.
3: We would have liked that one to uh, to pan panned, panned out for yep. sure. Yep. Uh, Mister Plum. Anything else on basketball uh, before we move on? I don't think so, my friend. I don't um, think so. The only thing I wanted to talk about off Grand River was... uh, Oh, can we
0: just say that there's probably more news uh, as soon as the pod drops? Sure. We're probably waiting to commit on Monday.
2: Yeah. Bill Smithson. Bill Smithson from Temple University.
0: Ker-Tang is supposed to commit uh, tomorrow.
2: Well, you shouldn't have said that out loud, and that name is...
0: High four-star. Small forward. I think. Let's go. Okay. We'll
3: cover it next week, but yeah. only if he makes the right decision. <laughs> Otherwise, Don't. we'll pretend he doesn't exist. <laughs> we will go back, re-release this podcast with that
0: segment cut. Uh,
3: uh, all right, off Grand River, let's do it. The only thing I want to talk about was the women's tournament, uh, of course, unfortunately, for the Big Ten. They just can't get it done in basketball. Uh, Iowa Falls to LSU. Uh, in a game that wasn't even really that competitive, actually, um, a lot of hate uh, for the officials. Yes, of uh, it, there it was trending like
0: on in three different ways on Twitter how bad the officials were in that game. Now,
2: never underestimate how much uh, Twitter people will hate a woman. Uh, particularly a, a woman referee, and particularly when that woman referee is black. So just never, never discount that. <laughs>
0: never, but you, you did see the clip of, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, she came back from her uh, uh, Janu- January 6th uh, trip. Um, <laughs> uh, what Was she he- there? Was she there? Oh, I saw, I saw <laughs> someone point out that. She's like, she's going to put that trophy right next to the piece yeah, of paper piece of that mail she's stole from you Yeah. Uh, no, but the. You did see her touch the official.
2: To be fair, the official touched her first. So I don't know what we're watching in the video other than very clearly the coach was animated. She wanted the foul and she approached the official and was on the court and the official put her arm out. On top of the coach, and pushed the coach back off the court and into, you know, the out of bounds area and the coaching the coach's technical area.
0: would you agree that she shouldn't have been that close to begin a hundred
2: a hundred percent, but i this this idea that she contacted the official is not true. I mean, it, No, I mean, listen, as as a referee who has absolutely moved assistant coaches and coaches out of my way, if I'm running the line and they get in the way, she
0: wasn't running the line.
2: No, no, no. Uh, Listen, I'm I'm not defending her. I'm just saying the idea that the complaint, the complaint is that she's boisterous, that she dresses like an absolute fuck, that she has zero self-respect or integrity, that she continues to live and coach in the state of Louisiana. All of these things are the appropriate emphasis. She coaches alongside a noted child murderer. I mean, this is the this is the reality that we have to contend with. I believe that's that where a young man was not a, a child. Well, I mean, in the in the in the broadest sense of the word, a youth murderer. Youth murderer. Yeah, he, we just skip to the
0: jerk question. A project jerk guy question. Yeah, there's a question you've ever All met. Right. Just a right. cop. Yeah, uh,
3: so many. So many. Anyway, uh,
0: so Greg, what did you actually want to talk about
3: as it relates to this? I just think it's funny that people are pretending that they've been watching women's <laughs> basketball this whole time. All season. They, yeah. They haven't. They haven't. No, you we'll say, not. but it was say, Caitlin
2: Clark is a name that we will remember for a long time. Sure. And maybe that's because we're in the big town. I don't know, but she, she is special yeah. and I, and I'm not getting into any of this Angel Reese you know, bullshit. I don't care. I truly don't care. And I don't think Caitlin Smith was, or Clark was rather, was bothered by it. But I just think there's something I'm just, you're just taking her on her own merits. Fantastic score, set more records again today. Yeah. You know, I she has to turn... come back. Oh, really? Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Or, or has to play over. Now I need to check what her, her class is, I... but she, she, <sighs> the WNBA, CBA, you have to be 22. Oh. <sighs> She's not 22 yet.
2: Unbelievable. So
3: the, the thing I will say in all of this, though, I was just at a <laughs> wedding in Canada and in the reception, multiple people were talking uh-huh. about women's basketball, not the men's basketball tournament, women's basketball. So I do. I was thinking yesterday, like, could this be the Magic Bird 79 when March Junior. went mad type of uh, type of game where the women's final four really breaks out? Um, that would be fantastic. I think we'd all be yeah. happy about that. We'd get a little bit more content to talk about bigger addressable market uh so we're on board with that um but I, I it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the long run. You gotta keep having these talents though in order to get the eyeballs mm-hmm.
1: i yeah,
0: yeah. and and i I do think
1: though that it's people hop into sports and and are prone to pretending to be an expert uh
0: so your your critique is is valid but i
3: i think it's a bigger deal that people were watching sure yeah and i don't then, think people were watching candace parker when she was in the tournament this much at tennessee i don't think they were watching britney Griner this much when,
0: when she, she was born so right like yeah i i mean this is this is incredible uh and and hopefully uh i mean i i don't know like i don't watch the nba so i I don't, I don't meaningfully hope that it translates to the WNBA having more popularity in the sense that like, I I just don't care about pro sports in the same way, but um, there's legitimate players. And, and I'll just say about all of the, because Plum brought it up, all of the nonsense uh, as it relates to Angel and and Caitlin and and the trash talking good. Like I like that, like that stuff is, I think actually bona fide good for the sport. Sure, like, I I like rivalry. Yep. I like trash yep. talk. I like competitors yep. giving it their all, and it feels like there's some weird policing. Generally speaking, of women, as it relates to that stuff, and like we, we would celebrate Draymond for doing any of the things that happened in that. Literally, yep. And so, like, and and I, I get, I totally get why there was a black-white component to this. Yep, wholeheartedly. But, but more than that. I think it was a woman thing. Yeah. And I just, we should celebrate fierce competitors at any level in any sport.
3: Mm. And I would encourage Caitlin Clark to kick more opposing players in the junk.
2: Good. Good.
3: Good for her.
2: Good for her. (laughs) Brad Davis and those bitches. You know, can I say that? I don't think I can say that.
3: (laughs) Nope. You just meant it broadly. You didn't mean it. No, no, no.
2: Yeah. Everybody. I am every you are. We are. It's a collective. Really, the collective. Yeah, Jonesy definitely is.
3: Wow. Um.
2: <laughs> Self-identifying, I think. Yeah,
3: he's actually—you can't see it—but he's got a shirt that just says "bitch." On yeah, it, it does.
0: <laughs> bold letters. <laughs> Feeling invited to make a.
3: Never mind. All right. <laughs> no, go say yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Let let what, them hear the way what, that you talk
2: to us. What anti-LGBT thing yeah. did you want to say now, Michael? <laughs> Now that we're recording.
0: My pronouns are bitch, bitchest.
2: <laughs> oh, good job. That's good. That, that's offensive to everybody. Yeah, you did so it. That's, you did it. Real Frederick
3: Nietzsche there, moment there. It wasn't enough that you had accused of racism today on Twitter. You were like, let's check the boxes. Let's go down all of them. Uh, should we take the Twitter questions? There are other subjects to talk about here, but I have a feeling they're going to come up, and I don't know they're going to come up in Twitter questions. Well, I think my question is they're going to come up in Twitter questions. Let and let's
2: just take them then, and let's really let's take our time. It's only been 42 minutes, and I think
3: (laughs) we could just take a break. We've got at least everyone want to step away
0: for
2: two to three hours of content. Let's leave it open.
3: We'll run. Can't read, can't write's first intermission of all
2: time. (laughs) Yep, that's right.
1: Boom.
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: All right. This is upsetting for everybody. First up, listener Mike Jones asks, gentlemen, did you guys watch any basketball this weekend? Feels like the tourney is already over. Didn't pique my interest at all. Skipping Monday's game to go to a hockey game.
3: Oh fun. Uh I did not get a chance to watch any of the Final Four games as it a wedding. Uh, but I definitely was monitoring them. And it also okay. it feels like a very interesting tournament that is now not that interesting because it seems inevitable that Yukon is gonna win this going. A little away. Bit. Um all due respect to San Diego. Uh I just it they got a real team of destiny thing going right now. So yep. um as much fun as it's been i like that might be why uh there's also the fact that there's no mcdonald's all americans in this uh in this tournament or in the final four so like the way that the media are used to doing some of the uh you know storylines isn't there in the same way yeah and for some reason uconn as a program just can't get eyeballs like it's been a mystery to me forever how UConn doesn't get as much credit as they deserve for their basketball pedigree and the Like we'd be screaming from the rooftops that we're a blue blood if we had as many championships as them as over the last fifteen years. So a thousand percent. I, yeah. I, I, I don't. Their yeah, their their women's team gets substantially more respect.
2: Yeah. A ton. For sure. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. I will say, I did tune into the San Diego State FAU game. And was just like, I can't believe – I would never watch these two teams play ever. You couldn't pay point. me to watch this game if it were on television.
3: I'd be like, oh, God, I'll just it, take a yeah, rerun if of cheers. Just, if it was October. Right? <laughs> like, well, the challenge
0: is you're, you're no longer watching for an upset, right? Like you'd watch right. San Diego State against uh, –
3: Kentucky. Yeah, the Kentucky. Sure. Perfect Maybe you'd be, you'd, be
0: thr- you'd be thrilled by a San Diego state win right. there. Right. But against FAU, you're like, I don't care. I
2: don't care. I was rooting for one of the referees to get seriously injured. Um, I So, no, you know, that's not true. no, it's not. You're right. But I, you know, anyway, I, it was upsetting. Although I will say it was a good game. It was fun to watch. I was actually surprised San Diego state won, Um, because they were not in control of that game from tip, Tail, to top, <laughs> just, just about tip to tail.
0: That's no? not what your instinct was, but all well,
2: right. Does it matter? <laughs> tip to hilt. Next up. I hate flying. Mike Jones says, so give me a good spot to consider for a vacation this summer.
0: Uh, depends on how far you want to drive, but I am a big, uh,
3: big fan of the Smokies. So mm-hmm. if you're a camper. Are great. Uh, also, you could go with Sleepy Joe mike jones and uh hit the old amtrak come on wow
2: see america,
3: see from, america. The, from the bar cart uh, from, Oh, why not well he doesn't yeah. drink but you could have a coke you could have 14 cokes and you'd be interested in what's available at the bar cart and what you know what what where are they where they source that liquor probably uh, you probably mm. already know that uh because you're a professional um but uh yeah I uh, like a little train vacation. In fact, we're seriously considering a little training around uh, this wow. summer. Yeah, you know there you're, are some you're... good dull people. <laughs> you are
2: fucking upsetting, but I will say there are. You should. There's some travel blogs. I'm sure you've read them with people who took the Amtrak's and the Out West and
0: stuff. And it's yeah. a
2: mixed mixed bag. Mixed bag. Oh, mixed bag. Oh, mixed okay. bag. Mixed bag. There's yeah. a
0: there's wine trains out in Napa. Oh you know, uh, Greg, if you're looking for to combine train with like actual excitement, you could do that, Greg. Mike Jones, yeah. that doesn't work for you on any level, but
2: uh I might consider one of those little platform um deal, maybe some plywood on some wheels that go on the track, and then that sort of seesaw. Oh yeah, the seesaw you thing. thing. Yeah, the seesaw yeah. thing to kind We're of pretty propel pretty
3: yourselves. Fair. Try yeah. that. Just try that. Yep. I don't think this is the direction Mike Jones was expecting. But no. it's the direction he got. Seesaw. Yeah. Smokies. Uh, next up for me, man Center, do you think that some new blood in the women's program and hopeful success will result in investment from the fans? The hype I've seen from MSU Twitter for Caitlin Clark makes you feel like we, the fans, could turn this into a top 15 place to play. I'll say the women's team, the women's game that I went to a few weeks ago, was better attended than I was expecting. Now, actually, no, it was the first event to happen on campus after the shooting. So I, I mm. brought me in. So I don't know how many other people yep. brought in, but that was yep. for a team that was underperforming a little bit at the time. So I think, as we saw with with soccer, all of a sudden putting up top 10 national attendance records. And we saw with uh, volleyball as well, yep. that the, the MSU community. If you build it, they will come like Jonesy. You were saying earlier. Um, so I I could believe it. I, I think it's possible. Hmm. What do you guys think? Uh, I think if we had a superstar like Caitlin Clark. Yeah, for
2: sure. Uh, I would just say that the pump is primed. And if uh, if our very own uh, Robin Freylet can do it, then uh, oh, it's hers to build.
0: She looks to be a great hire. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I'm particularly excited that it, as coaches go, a relatively young hire too. Love it. That's a... Six-year hire right there. At a place like this, you shouldn't... If she builds it here, there's zero reason you should lose totally. her.
3: Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Next up from me, man Center, Gentlemen! Are you willing to trade MSU football always being mediocre for relevant and competitive women's no. basketball, baseball, and hockey? Absolutely no. not. Forgive me, Chair Bear, but no way would I trade that. <laughs>
0: oh also, can replace it with any other sport, and the answer is still no. Yeah. Like, you can do any combination, and I just—I'm
3: not going
2: to be— uh... Swimming and diving, I think we would all oh, yes. have a different Thank opinion you. on.
3: Thank you for checking yep. us on that. That yep. was, that was uh, we had, yeah, that we, we had a lapse in judgment. I apologize. Water lacrosse, too. Mm-hmm. I will uh, I'll get behind some water You lacrosse. pushed it too far, Jonesy. No, it was a oh, swimming polo, and
1: diving sorry.
2: joke. Bad. Uh, last up from E-Man Center, rank these faces one through five by most punchable <laughs> from Michigan basketball. I'm going to pronounce these how I want to. Ignaz Rosakadag, Hunter Dorkinson, Mo Wiggles, Zach Nodick,
3: Spike Allbaby. Man, really going back in the bag for Novak and Allbaby there. Um, What are our anchors here? Is one most punchable or five is most punchable? Five is most punchable. I think my most punchable is Brasdakis. Oh, I don't I, remember him. I did not like him at all.
0: So it's it, it's Wagner Brasdakis for me.
3: Dickinson Bras Now that he's Deikis. gone the sheen's come off a little bit but also like he became such a meme at the end that like it was just sad. Like uh,
0: he clearly didn't take himself seriously so how can I Yeah, oh, it was just
3: like this is a man just adrift does just not know what to somebody do. Somebody to love him. Yeah. Uh, so for me, my most, I, I'm with you on Mo Wagner as well. I think I would
1: do Brasdakis, Wagner, Albright, Dickinson, Novak. That sounds From right. most to I, least I, punchable. I can okay. switch Dickinson and Albright, but. Albrecht.
3: all oh, um, baby. Novak. Mo, I didn't love, but he, I, I, I um, I'm, I'm not sure he's stupid. It's, I, it's, I've got other dudes that I would put on this. I would put Jordan Poole on this list before Novak, personally. Yeah. I did not like Jordan Poole even
1: before yeah. he got I'd dropped. Put, I'd Drummond. put Simpson
0: on the list too, mm. just because I would, th- that the conversation about
1: Simpson or Cassius, like, yeah, at some point in time, just God, he sucks. But yeah. Jeff Jackson, get out of here. Um,
0: Remember that time where Manuel gave him his car and he drove drunk and, and no one asked any questions about it? Yeah.
1: Well, cool. cool there's uh, a
3: lot of accountability over there in Ann Arbor.
1: Send
0: him to jail! Next up, Tyron Couch. Greg, since you once brought up the hygienists asking questions with their hand in your mouth, <laughs> prevented you from answering, do you think that's why my wife, my former hygienist, thought I was sweet and sponge-worthy? I'm a teacher so we know it's not my bank account
3: sponge worthy huh that's how you guys okay great don't, don't care for that <laughs> uh yeah i think that's gotta be i I think you found it uh how do you become a former hygienist like who moves on from that i thought no, it was no, like his, a life he never or,
0: he doesn't go to her any longer
3: that's his former hygienist. Oh wow! Yeah. If someone looks spends that much time looking in your mouth and then is still interested in having that mouth like around, that is high praise, Tyrone. You must be a hell of a flosser. My yes, man. sir. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, done you. well, I don't think done anyone that you. spent that much time looking at my teeth has had any interest in being involved in it at all. Uh, pub, Richard Gear <laughs> quote allegedly. Had a quote pet gerbil. What other pets should he have? <laughs> Asking because I'm bored and have high hopes for your best answer. Uh, is
2: and then hashtag back in the fan club. Uh, is, is there something about Richard
3: Gere I don't know? Is he there? Were stories, I believe, in Dude, the 90s <laughs> that uh, a gerbil ended up in places in the human body. No, where I know that that meant.
2: But I, it's he. <laughs> Where did that come from? I wonder. Um, his hand. Into his anus. Well, okay. This is upsetting. <laughs> uh, other things that can go in the anus. A foot. A small foot.
0: A rabbit's foot?
2: A rabbit's foot. Uh, a, a, a Japanese woman or Chinese woman who's been binding her feet. That foot could potentially go in the butt um
1: pets pets a
2: s- pats. little person's fist could go in the butt um you shouldn't keep any of those aforementioned things as pets that's human trafficking i don't know i don't know that's those are not great responses uh but, but they're, they're the probably not that you gave but they're not the worst I could have come up with more offensive ones if you can believe it. Last up, Michael Jones, rant of the week. Why is it that my phone will show 12% and die? Why not 79%? That would make more sense as 79 has killed the mood plenty of nights in this house. Also, I am irrationally afraid
0: comes oh, cool. full circle. I'm
2: not going to do it. I'm not going to do it because I hadn't actually read it. And that's where I don't want...
0: Oh, you draw the line. You draw the line there. When I say it. Anyway, 79, that's a Jared Horst uh, joke. <laughs> we get it.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm proud big. of him. I like that joke a lot. The 79 thing.
0: I just, I would have said it would have been better if the, uh, uh, what, one if it was 21% and died.
2: That's, right. That's would right. have been Well, maybe he's dyslexic next up, Thomas Zambiasi, <laughs> Kevin, Greck. What MSU? No, related- oh,
0: no plum. No,
2: what MSU, I don't. What I
0: plum. What MSU related <laughs> April <laughs> schools announcement? Did you fall for,
2: Oh, uh, I fell for the Tyson Walker, um, Tyson Walker and, uh, 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 Malik Hall were coming back, and we just got to get Joey to come with us, and, and that and that seemed and reasonable, that, like, and that seemed reasonable. So I sent that to the group, and then once I saw the <laughs> Mel Tucker <laughs> announcing that neon jerseys were permanent, I had copied that one, but right as I was about to hit paste, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> wait. wait a minute! Wait a
0: minute! So. That one got me.
2: They both got me.
0: Mm. Uh. I like that it was the neons that you were like,
1: (laughs) wait (laughs) a second.
2: I like the neons, but it was like the forced quote from Elton. I was like, he wouldn't have said that. So, well, anyway, poor me. Uh,
0: Next up, Greg, based on the new hire, when should I plan on seeing women's basketball make the final four?
3: Next year. There, there it is that should always be yours. your
0: expectation book yeah.
3: it book it tom and then finally uh jonesy is it too late for me to really get into baseball if i can't focus on games on tv and watch soccer or racing during the mlb season i'm confused about this idea of
0: watching soccer or racing
1: hey uh
3: yeah, because uh, as, a, as far as I'm aware, there were no uh, baseball games on during the Australian Grand Prix at three in the morning last night. <laughs>
0: uh, and I would say if you can't get into baseball to focus on it, try baseball on the radio. Yeah, Uh, this is fantastic on the
3: radio. Baseball, I don't think is uh, regular season. Baseball is not meant to be actively watched. I think it's meant to like have on and you check in with it and it's ambient noise. That's my relationship with baseball. When Bally Sports Total Fitness Television Network isn't going out of business and I can actually watch (laughs) the Tigers. Just not a thing that I can do right now. Can you watch? like i don't know like can, how do you watch the tigers right now plum or do you just go down to the
1: well the dac
3: and watch from on high of the DAC. <laughs> uh, my
2: my driver takes me there and deposits me at the front and i have a have a pipe on the roof, and it's
3: very nice. Uh, and you no, say, Mike, Mike Duggan, shall we have? Uh, shall we go to the cigar bar during the seventh inning stretch? Sherry and cigars.
2: <laughs> uh, no, but I think, but I do wonder whether this pitch clock is going to help. Uh, that that could be something that gets us back to I don't know, just kind of livening up the game, getting the pace going, making things a little more exciting.
0: Did we talk about the pitch clock before a few weeks ago?
2: No, I thought we mentioned, no. no. Okay. Bigger ba- you know, I'm, I'm going to go for the bigger bases. I well, love a big base.
0: So the, <laughs> there was some, con- there was a conversation around, uh, it, I think it was a spring training game, training game, but that um, it was decided on uh, a pitch clock violation. There uh-huh. was a, a batter delay actually is what right. it was decided on. Yep. And, and people made the comment, it's the ninth inning. Maybe we should turn it off for the ninth inning. And well. I I feel the same way about this as I feel about the two minute rule in basketball, ah. which is to say, like, why does it matter then? Mm. Like, the, why is now the time that you decide not to do something or to do something like in and out of bounds all of a sudden matters uh, like it, particularly in basketball, right? Like there are so many possessions. Why is it only at the end of the game that suddenly it yep. matters? Um, and so the I, idea that you wouldn't have the clock be enforced in the ninth inning, which it, by the by, like it's easy to say that when it's a close game, but the thing about baseball is the game truly is never over until it's over. Mm-hmm. So like, there's not a time limit on it. Like it, y- there's no reason that the rule should not apply in the ninth inning. If it applies in the rest of them.
3: I agree. hundred um, percent. The thing I would do with the two minute rule in college, Uh, Basketball, which is that they go and review plays that are not reviewable. Other times is why don't we just have a permanent, like, remote officiating crew that looks at that kind of stuff and radios it in? Like the amount of time that gets wasted when when the officials look at themselves at the scorers table waiting for, and we never go to commercial during that time or do any of the things that we should. It's the stupidest thing. There should just like Plum. Why can't there just be a remote crew that does all the big 10 games that night? They're just I, on.
0: Before we send it to Plum. Cause I do want to hear from him. I just want to say, I, I give very little praise to officials because they're worthy of none. Plum included. <laughs> but the thing I will praise them for is that they see themselves on the TV and, and they, they don't, they, they don't flinch. look back. Yeah. They don't look back. Yeah. And I think that is worthy of praise because
3: any one of us buffoons would have been like, Huh? <laughs> just look over the shoulder smile hey mom, so, mom. <laughs> yes hey mom
1: <laughs>
0: anyway plumb to you
3: no i think that's right i um
0: remote
2: uh, review yeah i i think that well in soccer in most uh in, in soccer and in football they have dedicated crews of officials whose role and responsibility it is to do that uh in the tournament we've seen not one but two reserve officials who very much could be sitting at the table who's role sole responsibility is that uh i'm also i guess i guess because basketball already has so many cameras on it it would be a little bit obscene to add just a few more cameras to try to get a dedicated angle but like in soccer particularly there are specific cameras that exist and it is only those cameras that can be used and so actually what i'm
3: saying those camera views get looked at one way or another why can't there just be an officiating crew that already has right. access to them is no, it I because know. they're not in the building? They're not on the. No,
2: that has nothing to do with it. I, there's nothing to do with it. I think it's truly just that they just don't want to change and they just want to go to the table. I will say that basketball has used video review longer than any other sport. And so it may just mm-hmm. be that they have their own little procedure in place and they think it doesn't matter. I, what I will say is it is has a very it has had, especially this season, a meaningful and measurable effect on boring the game down. Sure. And I think that is ultimately why it really should be turfed to someone who could do that more efficiently.
0: And didn't we hear uh, i I forget which game it was. One of the, the commentators was advocating. There was a, a Mati Sissoko block that maybe was a goal. 10. Right. Yep. And they were like, well, you should just call the goal 10. Cause then you can review. And it's like, mm, but that sets your standard of proof differently. So But
2: that's but that's how it is. And that's actually and it's truly that's how referees think. It's the same thing in soccer around what can and can't be reviewed. If you default to a red card, for example, you can go review that. Whereas if you just call the simple foul, oh, nothing reviewable there. So it it ends up does end up having an influence. But I will say only to an extent, because a lot of referees do not want to be wrong. And they don't want the video evidence to show them that they were wrong. So they, and so you're not opening themselves Mm -hmm. up to that challenge also will lead them to, to do the thing that's less likely to cause them to have to be challenged.
0: Yeah. Well, it'd be great if there could be a, a challenge system in basketball where uh, you get unlimited challenges until you're wrong because um, there was just a lot. Was it the second to last game that there was just, it was so horribly officiated um just a yep. lot and it's and again the number of, this to take it all the way back to baseball though um because that's where this started, good uh is um, thank you i think the pitch clock is right is good and beneficial and should apply in the ninth inning and if someone loses the game because they can't get in the box in time that's on them
3: yep Rules are uh rules. speaking of unlimited challenges nate c is up next and he sent us internet memes but first <laughs> let's get hunter in. I'm not important No. no I don't no, want this. No. I don't want this. No. Scene. I don't want this smoke. No. I was no. telling Jonesy before we hit record, I would need assurances from the basketball gods that this results in a national championship for me to even entertain it. to entertain it. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, it would, they would also need to assure you that if you don't... <laughs> you're not getting a national yes, championship. Yes, I
3: would need that information as well. <laughs>
2: yes. um, but but for longer than one year. I mean, it would have to be like, you're not getting a national championship for 25 years. And then <laughs> I would like, oh, maybe. I've waited that
0: long nearly anyway. This far, anyway. right.
2: Yeah, Exactly. Uh, I would be on board with Hunter Dickinson coming as long as we'd already made the decision that we weren't going to use really a five position and he was going to ride the bench the entire easy, uh, year. Oh yeah. All just right. put him on ice. That just would my be sign. perfect.
0: Yeah. If we, if we brought him in and benched him the entire time. The
2: whole fucking year. Fine. 100%. And
0: he just yeah. sat at the end of the bench wearing a ski mask. Uh, and like doing that like wrap thing
2: with his hands. Like. You mean The. I don't, uh, it looked different on film. I don't know what it was. It looked really, really, really white. (laughs) So. Uh,
3: First Nate C internet meme. Uh, It boils down to MSU fans reaching out for the next football season and then reality pulling them back. Pulling them back. Uh, do you guys agree with this, uh, with this assessment of should we be excited uh, in this way about? Uh, well,
0: I can uh, I can speak to then. your uh, my co-hosts interest in spring ball this year versus last year. Mm, that's true. Which to say last year we were way more invested in spring ball, but this year we had a good basketball team, and I don't know that we're quite ready to pivot yet.
1: Yeah, that's but
0: also
3: you are didn't apparently put it ready on, the to o- put us on blast
0: i also didn't put it on the outline but it's notable that this year i am noticing a lot more offers and visits going out to kids who are three stars mm. um which see last week's episode about some of the critique of Saeed um that maybe there's just a uh, there's just not the same heat that had been turned up and i don't know that that's a bad thing frankly Maybe a maybe a no-drama, like let's just do some
3: work off-season is not the end of the world. They're bringing in a D'Antonio class, apparently. The second Nate uh image macro is the old Drake uh, meme of shunning the first window and then pointing and smiling at the second one. Where the first window is university spring football game? Nah. Going outside, finding a river or a lake, and washing away the sins of your last sports season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nate C is not feeling bullish right now on footballs. What I'm getting in all of this, uh, I think we've already excised uh, those demons. I'm ready for for something new. I don't know about you all. Mm-hmm. Um, just like last week, I believe it was. Uh, John Hubbard comes in with not a question, but this time he's calling it out. Not a question, but I wanted to express my appreciation for the original "can't read, can't right write" bit. Quote. We need to get Jim here to come on here soon and talk hockey. <laughs> it's a classic.
0: Honestly, no. You <laughs> might just have to. It's becoming the Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Matt the Damon. The Jimmy
3: Kimmel bump of uh, Matt Damon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good.
0: Honestly, we're just going to start recreating that bit. <laughs> Sounds good.
3: Uh, next up, fish for, for msu asks, which goon in Big Ten basketball would you like to be gone next year? And with Hunter Dickinson in the portal, where do you predict he lands? Uh, I don't know that the Big Ten had too many villains this year that were mean, named Hunter or Zach Eadie. Nah. Yeah, I was, was going to say, if we're going to talk goons. I'm done with Edie. Let's get him out of the conference. Yeah, but... But dude where's lost, he gonna go? Dude lost to a 16 seed. You, you don't get to be around anymore. I yeah, don't you care that he just got named national I, player of the year.
0: He did troll Dan Dockich, and for that, you know, I salute him.
3: It uh, was how much of a troll was it? Yeah,
0: it was all like, right, I, I'm overusing this the word.
3: Dan Dockich, for those that don't know, reported that Zach Eadie might be in the transfer portal. He's hearing that, and Zach Eadie responded, This is untrue. <laughs> <laughs> Elite sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, Dan Dockensh
0: needs to just go away uh, Go away Boo Booey has any remaining eligibility
3: Get a job Please be gone Big time, yeah Uh, Not quite a goon, but I I agree with that sentiment Um, Spartan18770 asks Why would you buy an upper deck seat in a football stadium to watch basketball? Because the jerk guy's there Hail proximity to the jerk guy. Uh, Yuck. Uh, then he, uh, Spartan 18770 asks, is John Howard the Brady Hoke of basketball? Not enough people are saying this. <laughs> I want this to be true. It's trending in that direction. <laughs> Very much.
0: Hoking away the end of games, uh, <sighs> bringing in talent, and then...
2: although. Frankly, offensive to Brady Hogue because he never struck one of his uh, <coughs> coaching colleagues in the face. So
0: anyway. That, that we know of. Well. That we know
3: of. That we know of. And finally from Spartan 18770, Plum, how many points does MSU win the championship by on Monday if Christie is still on the team? Negative
2: 4,602. Boo. Bad question. You are suspended from further questioning (laughs) for an indeterminate amount of time until Mike posts again some (laughs) saccharine needy post about questions on Twitter. Uh."
0: (laughs) Power rankings are coming back
2: soon. They are. They're
3: coming back. Woo. uh, Dan pepper wants to know Would you vote for a gubernatorial candidate sight unseen if they promised to make sure Michigan State never played a conference <laughs> game with UCLA? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't
0: have a problem with it. I yeah, would Dan, say, Dan, what is with
3: the Dan. UCLA slander? Yeah, what is this? Uh, is this a McCruder football thing?
2: Do you hate the Bruins? Do you, do you just hate Bruined things? Are you a Bruiner? Why are you trying to brew in our fun?
3: That's that's, that's almost
0: as bad that, as our opening. Worse. Yeah, that's worse.
3: <laughs>
0: that's worse.
3: Uh, next up from Dan. Uh, what's the longest movie you've ever watched? FYI, the four hour cut of Dances with the Wolves had good points and bad. Points. <laughs> I, I mean, let's start with most of it was not great. Uh, oh, I thought I was thinking Last of Mohicans. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've watched some Snyder cuts. So, oh God! But that's not a movie anymore. That's no, a mini series. A series film. Yeah, uh,
0: I've watched the the patents of any of the,
3: uh, the Lord Long of the Rings. I made the mistake of seeing the like third Pirates of the Caribbean film in theaters when I was a teen. I think theaters, and I just remember there's like a scene at the end where it's like a whirling vortex that everything is happening in, and I remember it felt like it took. Years for that sequence to end. I wanted to leave the theater, and I found out afterwards talking to the people that I went with that everyone was feeling the same way up and down the row. And we could have left if only one of us had mentioned it. It was awful. It feels like that's the longest movie I've ever watched. Has Uh, anyone seen Avatar? By the way, have any of the yeah you saw it? Oh yeah, is it good? The the new one. There's water. There's water.
0: Yeah. What,
2: I don't know. Did it feel I, long? Uh yeah, it felt a little long, but it wasn't it was it didn't drag. I'll say that. It felt a little long, but it didn't drag.
0: Oops. I'm looking uh, at how long did Tomorrow War last with Chris Pratt on from Amazon Prime?
2: Oh, I don't know the answer to that. I will say I watched I, I like Patton. I watch that movie every couple of years. I just think it's a great movie. And it's almost three hours long. So I think it's probably the longest one.
3: I think, Jonesy, it's possible that uh, you're the only person that's seen the Forever War and the, the Tomorrow just, War, the Tomorrow War, and they just acted it out for you, live streamed it as they went
0: along. Oh, well, no, the the it's got uh, J.K. Uh, Simmons in it. Uh, it's got Chris Pratt. Like it was a big movie, and it was one of those movies that you're like, it, sort of the um, the Monty Python, "Why won't you die." Mm. Thank, like, like there were just there were there were moments where the movie should have ended, and then there was more. <laughs> I
3: had and that, that it, with the Dark Knight. I feel that. Way oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna get some letters now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, like... the Avatar fans are kind of intense, and <laughs> that movie is.
0: I have not seen Way of Water, but the one before was just such ass that, like, I don't know how you come back from that.
3: Uh, next up from Dan Hellpepper, uh, who would you rather have to court count on. Have to count on to disarm a bomb? The women's title game refs or Hunter Dickinson
0: is Marty mush with Hunter Dickinson.
3: Oh, yeah, <laughs>
0: that changes my Hunter, answer.
3: Hunter, you're so good at the bomb, Hunter. Oh, I know. What am that's I going to do without you?
0: That's actually <laughs>
3: Pretty good. <laughs> okay. Oh, onto the bomb on too. Best on the bomb. Your Mark Turgeon
0: uh, and, and Marty
2: Mush are, are very good. close. <laughs> <Coming> <laughs> very, together. very, very close
3: together. <laughs> uh next up from Leaf, There's a flood warning for the red cedar to East Lansing lasting until April 5th. If you needed to traverse campus at this precarious time. What would your selected mode of transportation be—a canoe, a rubber raft, a kayak, and why? Or a kayak Vespa. and why? Vespa. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll, kayak. I'll like, lighter. Uh, yeah, I like a cack. Uh, let me. What? A kayak again? Have a cack? Cack around. Kayaks. Uh, I did. Anyone watch back in the day the uh uh Top Gear? like episodes where they would like take a car and turn it into a boat. That's what I would want, uh, for traversing campus right now. Take my car, put some pontoons on the side, Mm, just drive mm -hmm. it into the river.
0: Um, I need to get a beer. Can you detail all the things that you've done to your Jeep?
2: Oh, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think people really want to listen to that.
3: Nate C does.
0: Well, I know Nate Z he does. Hey,
2: Nate. Nate already knows I've bored him with these stories in person. You guys
3: have just jeeped at each other.
1: We've jeeped at San each Diego. other. There
2: you go. Very many, very many jeepings took place. Very, very, very many.
3: Do you have anything I, for this, or are we moving on to the next No, Mama we're going to move on to the next one. Mama
2: asks Susan, Greg, you want to make an impression. So, do you want to be the tallest person in the room, or the funniest person in the room, or the smartest person in the room? I've been one of these. <laughs> you have been. You have been. And did it work? Did you make the impression?
3: Uh, yeah. When you're when you're the tallest person in the room, uh, everyone sees you. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. and you don't blend in. So,
2: which is really saying something for you because you're really the most blendable of all of us in many yeah, ways. Yeah,
3: I do everything I can to blend in in other ways, including being not the funniest or the smartest person. <laughs> uh, but uh, it is, uh, yeah, it's been a thing. What do you think?
1: What do you? What I you think it's funniest.
2: Point? I think if you're trying to make an impression, you got to be the funniest. You got to be the center of attention. Because be the be smartest mad. person in the room is generally going to be an asshole and mm-hmm. annoying. I speak of experience here. Um, I think you want to be the funniest. Indeed. Yep. Indeed. Last up. Uh, ooh, Susan. I predicted your future, Suze. Uh, Michael, Major League Baseball's new pitch clock rule is designed to shorten the time length of the game. I don't know what other kind of length the game could have. What violations could be imposed on the podcasters here in order to control some hyperbole that occurs during various lengthy segments of the pod? I wonder how she got access
0: to your waveform. I, I think she's just pr- uh, proposed we do pardon the interruption as a format. For oh. the podcast.
3: Okay.
1: Um, all right. Well, we let's, do. let's think
2: about it.
3: You're on the clock. Does it mean you also have to fill the time if like a question like this comes up and we don't have anything to say on it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we just riff for longer than we would otherwise.
0: I'll do my best Tony Korn- Kornheiser. <laughs> uh, just shout at my co-host. Uh, all right. Next up. Oh, my God. It's back. That's awful. It's
2: back, everybody.
0: Now is the time it's back. Now is the time it's back.
2: I waited the entire season not to use that damn thing. The <laughs> whole season. You couldn't do that season. for Robin
0: Freilich, but you <laughs> did it for that question, for Mamopoly's third question. It's third because she numbered it. Next up, Mr. Neurotic Pants. Are <laughs> Power
1: Five athletes
0: who may are made to transfer to mid-majors crushed early on? It sounds depressing. I assume this is a Peter Brooks question.
3: Yeah. I imagine that this is, I think the hardest thing is probably like going home and talking to people where like, you were probably crazy. Like the most important person to go to college in your high school in like the last 10 years, like the person that everyone knows everyone's been talking about. And then you, uh, it doesn't pan out at Michigan state and you end up at Western. Not that ending up at Western is bad, right? but like, it wasn't what everyone's expectations were for no, you. no one no one wanted it uh, I think that's got to be rough that like 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 a rocket Watts situation where like it's not even working out at Oakland. uh that's got to be really tough for the people that have been around you and were very yeah. excited for you and you going and talking to those people um yeah, tough 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 next up from mr erotic pants uh which of you is statistically the best looking do this with stats yali could be yali probably kevin yeah but i i statistically ruined it with the long hair
1: no not necessarily Mm.
3: the gray
0: really pops. Yeah, the gray oh, yeah.
3: pops. Oh, yeah. We got the Mr. We got, yeah. the, Mr., uh, we got yeah. the Dr. Strange grays yeah. and the whiskers down here. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This week, Nightingale. I won't make anyone transfer. I'll only tell you that you suck and can't contribute. Izzo. Stevie, daddy isn't coming home for the next nine months, but you can visit the office. Bring some Febreze. D'Antonio wanders Kroger's scowling, fuck the fans.
3: I can just imagine him at the Trowbridge, uh, Kroger, just growling <laughs> at people. Eating, standing next to the craft singles. <laughs> <laughs> singles.
2: Why can't I just buy one? i going to get
3: this whole pack. Uh, how much do you think we're going to see D'Antonio this year? Do uh, you think he's still around several games? I mean, as far as I'm aware, he's still got a place in his Lansing. Um,
1: yeah. I think yeah. so, too. Why not? I think
3: that'll continue to be his role. Uh, next up from the Upper Deck Jerk Guy, who thinks he can ask four questions. And we'll give them to him. Uh, is every <laughs> referee you've ever met just a cop who couldn't pass the academy? <laughs> Well, tell us about the Yeah, time
2: you tied out. Well, I've I failed at the Academy three different times. Uh one of those times I actually was shot by the commanding officer. Um so Or the 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 team that you were meant to lead, Sherry. They also shot me. I've been shot so many times in the police academy. Uh really really wasn't wasn't cut out for it, but really was a great referee in my own mind. Uh no, that's not a bad question uh not a bad i question. have always
3: thought of you as the david schwimmer character from band of <laughs> brothers that that has been my yes. the closest analogy lieutenant
2: or what was his name lieutenant something or other corporal captain something it,
1: it, it's remember. also
0: it to what was in, his name i'm not gonna say in fairness to refs but refs have a problem right now of getting uh folks into their ranks that because, they do yeah they really uh, do. Do youth sports adults are so insufferable. Yeah. Um, and. Well, just, I mean, it takes a certain kind of prick to stay right through all of that.
2: I think the best referees are individuals who actually come from the sport itself and who had, who who loved it and wanted to stay involved and couldn't continue to participate as a player in whatever, re- for whatever reason. Uh, certainly my, it was certainly the case for me. So I, you know, I, but I think there are many others who do get in for the wrong reason. And by the way, those people rarely find themselves with any real success because they're not good. You know what I mean? Like if you're coming there because you're just trying to have authority, like, oh, there's so many other ways. Just go become a Walmart greeter. Like, I don't know. Well, listen, like, I don't know what to say. Larry Scarato. Oh God, you're right. Okay. So my fucking, it's all underdone. Anyway. Uh, it, it, what and it takes <laughs> to, re- to repeat uh, i i will just say this because this is the last referee question jeff anderson needs to cut it the fuck out no one thinks it's cute how he runs the, he's this is the official who i think refs in the ac uh who does the high knees and then like does the weird like uh, karaoke style sidestep when he's transitioning the
0: AAC or the ACC.
2: No, I think he's the AAC. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah.
0: E. Yeah. It's something
3: else. Um, I deep in the officiating rings over there,
2: but you know what I'm talking about? Like it's been all not. over. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Oh, Dude. look it up. Oh, yeah. Maybe. You've seen him. It's, it's just Is not it okay.
0: Meme-able? It's memeable.
2: It, and that's the problem. Like we can all like laugh at Eddie Hightower and, TV Teddy Valentine and the guys that are big, like demonstrative showboating, but it's not natural to run down a basketball court doing high knees. That that's I'm picturing just,
3: this like like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura with the like like trying to do like the the old cartoon run, basically the. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's
2: it's unnatural. I mean it's unnatural. It's an unnatural motion. It's unnatural movement and it's not it's not indicated by it. Like there's no reason it's you wouldn't do that, for example, like if you were injured. Like that isn't easier on your body. Um it's not better on your knees. Like there's no reason to do it. I, I why are you doing it? And as a referee Like I'm bothered by that because you're just doing something that's calling attention to yourself. That's completely unnecessary. Um, that's embarrassing. And frankly, I am astounded that people haven't told him like, like if when we did anything that called attention to us, like we were graded on just motion on movement, just down the line, movement, running on the field, like anything you did, like if your arms swing too much or not enough, like people pointed that shit out to you, like just look normal. You want to blend in and look normal and how he's made it to this level on like the final list of 11 referees that got into the final four in the national championship as a guy that moves like this, this is an indictment on frankly, basketball referees everywhere. Um, and particularly on him unbecoming and absolutely horrific. And I've been saving this because I could go on another hour on how upset I am.
0: <laughs> I love that this is bubbled up now. Plum, it, this reminds me a little bit of uh, in law school. We, in my trial advocacy class there was a everyone has a verbal tick right Mm -hmm. and so in a trial you you, there are ways at times that you want to be the show and there are times that you do not want want to be the show show. right and so there was it was very uncomfortable but everyone had to identify other people's verbal tick and then call it out mid cross-examination mid direct examination of and there was one guy that had a, like a, did that oh, come through? Like, yes, thank you. And it was, once you heard it, you, you could argue, never unhear it. it. You, yeah. And it was, that was so hard to just break him up. But it was, you know, it, that was a
3: really rewarding yeah, thing. You. You're People actually helping. What, you. what was your verbal tick? So all the listeners will know this moving forward. Nope.
1: No I'm, I'm
3: deeply curious what your verbal tick might be, Mike Jones. It's also high
2: knees. Uh, <laughs> n- next up, this is for Michael Jones. Who needs to develop the most this offseason for basketball now that Pierre Brooks has thrown himself into the future?
1: who uh, I'll answer
0: the question, but first, uh, since you asked Plum, I'm going to pivot over. Greg,
3: who's back? Yeah, I was gonna say we need to know what the roster construction is. Yeah, so oh. you
0: give me you give me who's back, I'll give you who who needs to develop the most.
3: We're gonna get Tyson back. End of lesson. Okay.
0: Oh, oh you don't think Malik's okay. coming back? So that was saying, why I was wrong. For the purposes of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the
1: purpose of this. All right, then my answer. I'm gonna assume Jaden Akins. I like it. Yeah, uh, you could
0: convince me that it's Maddie or, or Carson Cooper, but I, that's not. This team did impressive things and was not that far from being an elite eight with what it had going for it. You get you get a guy uh, who can play at the three who can take it to the next level.
1: Okay, that's so, fair.
0: I was uh,
2: going to say Maddie, but I think that that's good.
0: I I would pick Carson Cooper over Maddie. By the way, great. Like. Carson Cooper, I, I'm with Graham Couch on this. He needs to get stronger. Yeah. But he's a legit seven footer. And and showed some like if you if you assume normal development, I'm happy with Mahdi developing a little bit more. I'm happy with Carson. Like, I, I think we we have a good club next year. Jade Nickens needs to be a stud. Like, certified Cone Car, sit down. You are not threatening, <laughs> you're not threatening the king. Uh Next up, Plum, when are we going to cut Grooch loose?
2: No. No, statistically, he's the most attractive of all of us.
0: And he (laughs) needs to edit the podcast. (laughs) And he
2: routinely makes an impression when he signs on to our
1: Zoom.
3: That's that's what I'm here for, the impression that no one in the podcasting community can see. Can you revenue
0: operationalize this podcast?
3: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And finally, from the Upper Deck uh, Jerk Guy, are there five better words than Melting Moments Ice Cream Sandwich? Wow. Uh, No. No, they're not. Those are it. Those are the five I would have come up with. If I wasn't primed with those five, I would have come up with those myself.
0: Michigan State University Dairy Store.
2: oh keeping it ice cream sesquicentennial swirl you
1: dumb idiot that's yeah okay the 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 the, uh what's the word i'm looking
0: for help me out come on come on someone help me with the word sesquicentennial has how many what's in it
1: Syllables. Thank Thanks.
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. I needed, oh God, I'm so happy we ended this way. Can't read, Unfathomable can't write, that
3: you weren't able to come up with that. All right. How about I Michigan State University sports champions? All of them. I, I, I wanted to do football and basketball. That would have been too many words. So I just said sports and then it's all of them. We win in everything for a good I'm
0: going to beat all of this. Can't read, can't write podcast. Keeping it on brand.
3: Yeah, that was good. That was good. All right. Just poked a projector
0: guy right in the eye with that. Right in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen. uh, It's been good to see you this week. And we got more to talk about next week. Uh, Football's ramping up. Hopefully commits are coming. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a fun offseason. Everyone, now is the time to sharpen your Twitter question game. I think it's fair to say if you want active... Feedback on your questions. Now's the time to get it before we go live. What do you say? After the spring game? After the spring game. All right. Gentlemen, until then, go green. Go white.
1: Go what?